It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Thursday Night Football had a shutout where the Patriots' defense looks like it's for real. Are the Patriots back? They're out here looking like they are on a five-game win streak beating up on the Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta just can't get any love from New England ever in these situations. But we'll ask the questions as far as where are the Patriots back? Are they a team to fear in this AFC moving forward? Then we got to talk about Antonio Brown's potential COVID-19 vaccination card falsification and how COVID-19's increasing cases across the NFL is impacting the league. Then, of course, we pick six games all across the league. When I say we, it's myself, Chris Carter, and your boy Q from Locked On Steelers and Locked On Raiders. It's the Locked On NFL podcast on a Friday. You know it's fun here. Let's do this. You are Locked On NFL. Your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to the Locked On NFL Podcast, the Friday edition, as always, with Chris Carter and your boy Q, Locked On Steelers, Locked On Raiders, up in the house. Q, another week is into the NFL. It's week 11, man. It's so crazy. I still feel, I, I'm past it feeling like it's week one, I am, but I still feel like it should be like week three or four. Yeah, I mean, week 11, it's going by pretty quick, fast, and in a hurry. I mean, it's just, that's w- what it is. It's crazy. We wait all uh, summer long for football to come back. You know, as soon as the Super Bowl's over, we're going in through, like, convulsions and everything because football's gone, and then it comes back, and then it's gone again so quick. I mean, literally, we're on the downhill slide now. I mean, we're into week 11. There's only 17 football games for every team this year, and that's this year's added uh, game. So just think about that, 18 total weeks for the regular season, and we're way more than halfway way so uh yeah man it's gonna be over before you know we'll be talking about playoffs and then the super bowl again so uh here we go thursday night football big time victory for the patriots over the falcons on uh like i said thursday night absolutely 25 nothing the defense pitches a shutout they get four interceptions one of them a pick six um you know it was just it was just a a a a dominating performance and this patriots team they've not only won five straight they've won six out of their last seven uh, they started this season one and three, two and four, and now are, are sitting there at seven and four at the five seed in the uh, in, in the AFC. That's got everyone talking. Wait a minute, have we? Did we just really overlook the Patriots and Bill Belichick bring them back? Um, they're certainly a threat right now, Q. The way that they're playing defense and the way that they've they loaded up in free agency to build around a potential quarterback, and it looks like they got the best one in this draft class so far with Mac Jones. He's playing at a high level. He's he's making sure the team doesn't have to you know count too much on him to 
to, uh, you know, to make big plays, but he's also, you know, kind of just not losing the game for them. In this game, he threw 22 of 26, 207 yards, a touchdown, an interception, and spread the ball around nicely. Wasn't depending on any one receiver, any one tight end. Uh, you had Kendrick Bourne leading the, leading the way with 42 yards. Nelson Aguilar had 40 yards. Jacoby Miles had 39 yards. I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a distribution of no difference than three yards between the three guys. No, you're right. And the thing about it is Mac Jones leading into the, the draft process was the quarterback that most people, including myself, looked at and said, oh, he's not going to be really that good. He's going to be okay. He had a lot of weapons around him at Alabama. Uh, I could throw it around the yard with all those weapons and complete some passes. And uh, that's exactly opposite. That's exactly false. I mean, Mac Jones has come out and he's been the most steady uh, rookie quarterback that the league has right now. Uh, he's done a really good job. Uh, I think he was completely uh, overlooked in, in the draft process and I think all the teams that went and grabbed a quarterback, uh, the Jets, San Francisco, Chicago, they probably all, in some part of them, they won't never admit it, but I think some part of them thinks that you know, we probably should have gone with Mac Jones because right now he's showing that he's got the goods and he goes to the Patriots that are, have that consistency as far as their uh, their culture. They know and identify the kind of uh, uh, players that they want and uh, he made Cam Newton expendable. You know, Cam Newton uh, didn't have a job until last week because Mac Jones basically booted him out of New England before the season got started and I thought he ended his career. Now you know why the Patriots rolled the dice with Mac Jones. Is he a superstar? Is he a Hall of Famer? No, but he's good enough to get it done and that's exactly what he's doing. Right now the, the, the Patriots are a playoff team. They took one year off the playoffs and they're a Patriot. They're, they're a playoff team right now. I, I think it's important to remember too we're talking about is he a Hall of Famer. He's a rookie but people people forget when Tom Brady first bursted onto the scene, he wasn't Tom Brady slinging six touchdowns a game. Like he was, he was just doing the little things right here and there and playing behind a really good defense. This is, you know, Mac Jones's rise right now. Just I know there's a lot of people that are just like they 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 have double takes like ah, ah Tom Brady's coming for me. Ah, it's the Tom Brady two point yeah. Like I get that. I, I totally get that. As a as a guy who's covered the Steelers, as a guy who grew up in Pittsburgh, believe me, Pittsburghers they fear Tom Brady. They're like when he's good. The idea of a Tom Brady 2.0 coming to New England is a little terrifying. But I will say this. I do think that there's a still a bit of, you know, hey, the Patriots have played really well in these in these last few in these last few games. Um, they beat up on the Falcons. They beat up on the Browns. They beat up on the Panthers. They beat the, the, the Chargers by three. They beat up on the Jets. Those are four four of those five teams. I I would peg them to beat right to, to to hand it to them. You know, if you're if you're a decent team in the NFL, you should be able you should be able to beat them. They're beating them soundly, and I think that's the biggest thing is that they're beating them by these wide margins. But I'll be very interested. They got some very tough games coming up down in the next few weeks. They got the Titans next week at home. Then they go to Buffalo to win. Then they get a bye week. Then they're they're visiting the Colts. Then they're playing the the Bills. They got four real games. We'll see how they respond to the with with those games because those are all teams that are right in the playoff hunt with them. But still, you know, you got to play the games that are in front of you, and they're playing these games pretty well. They got seven wins, Mac Jones rookie year already. That's seven. Crazy. And the only the best the best the team that has the most wins in the AFC right now is the Titans with eight. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, the AFC is not a, a juggernaut as far as like some team is just taking off and running with it. But I'll tell you right now, man, uh, I think that the Patriots are for real. Uh, Bill Belichick didn't like not being in the playoffs a year ago. Uh, he had a lot of guys out because of COVID. He got a lot of guys back on the defensive side of things. And again, I'm, I, I don't even want to call Mac Jones a, a manager, a game manager, because I think he's better than that. Uh, he had pinpoint accuracy in at Alabama, but again, it got overlooked because he had all those weapons on the field. I think this guy's going to be a damn good quarterback. I think he's a damn good quarterback. 
quarterback right now. Will he continue to get better? I do believe he will. Um, that, this is a team that that's scary, man. All those teams that in games you rattled off, they're they're not going to be favored in every one of them, but I can see them winning every one of them. I mean, simple as that. I, now, again, I'm not saying that they are because every given Sunday we see some crazy thing happen, like Buffalo lose to Jacksonville, or you know Cincinnati losing to 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 the Jets, or Jets, you know yeah, what, and me getting stickers on my face. Right, exactly. I mean, look, or or Cincinnati <laughs> blowing out Baltimore a few weeks ago when I had to get stickers on my face. I mean, there's all <laughs> kind of situations. This league is a week to week league. It's a really weird year where. Teams just jump up and bite you, so uh, I'm not I'm not going to overlook the Patriots anymore. They spent a lot of money in free agency, and they got some quality draft picks, especially their quarterback, and they're doing some big things now, having seven wins on the season. And they got Bill Belichick. Yeah, can't overlook him. He, he, right. he knows how to put together a game plan. Um, so very intriguing to see what the Patriots do moving forward. We got a lot more to talk about, though. Big news came out Thursday uh, when, in, in regards to Antonio Brown, <laughs> um, a guy that used to be a Patriot very briefly, I, I, I might add. But uh, not just him, but how COVID is starting to have a bigger impact as we head into the holiday season as it's spreading across the country and across the league. But first, we got to tell you about Get Upside. Hey, NFL fans, this is Chris Carter and your boy Q with an incredible app everyone who buys gas needs to know about, and it's called Get Upside. My listeners are making up to 25 cents for every gas of gallon. Every time they fill up, just download the free Get Upside app in the App Store or Google Play right now. Use promo code TOUCHDOWN to get a bonus 25 cents per gallon on your first fill up. That's up to 50 cents cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using Get Upside. Just download the app for free and use promo code TOUCHDOWN to get up to 50 cents per gallon cash back on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot are making as much as two or three hundred dollars a month in cash back, and there's no catch. The cash back gets added right to your account. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app today and use promo code TOUCHDOWN to get up to 50 cents per gallon cash back on your first tank. Again, that's promo code TOUCHDOWN on the GetUpside app. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On NFL, your daily NFL podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Keeping it rolling here on the Friday edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast. It's Chris Carter with your boy Q. We make we thank you for making the Locked On NFL Podcast your first listen every day, NFL fans. Now we got to get to the big Antonio Brown news. Now this is this has been an interesting development of a story. It's been coming out uh, from Tampa Bay. Uh, it was reported that you know there was a there's an investigation going into that Antonio Brown may have been using a falsified vaccination card with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and. And uh, this came from a report that, that came from a source uh, stemming from his Antonio Brown's former chef um, and that the chef was, at, you know, shared text messages with, I guess, the significant other other of Antonio Brown that was asking, saying, hey, can you make AB, AB a fake vaccination card? He'll pay you five hundred dollars. And 
this getting revealed this way. Now, everything's still in being investigated. The Buccaneers said that they looked at all the vaccination cards for the Buccaneers this year, and they said there were no irregularities with any of them. So uh, their investigation didn't dr drop anything. The NFL's investigation didn't, didn't pick up anything. Um, and that's bizarre, Q. Uh, but I can tell you right now, this isn't the first time that a chef or a former person that was supposed to be employed by Antonio Brown has, has had a tough falling out with them. It happened a couple times here in Pittsburgh uh, when he was with the Steelers. Um, and now you're asking questions as far as like, is this legitimate? Um, there's questions that uh, Tom Brady's trainer Guerrero, well, you know, they said that he that he quote unquote knew about this situation. There's questions about that, and now all of a sudden you have all these questions coming to a Tampa Bay Buccaneers team that just had a tough loss against Washington and is trying to build itself back together to have a a back to back Super Bowl run here. You know, it's really strange this whole scenario and. I mean, there's going back even to the conversation when Aaron Rodgers got caught up in his little scenario, his little situation. Uh, look, if Antonio Brown doesn't want to get the vaccination, fine. But just roll with the with the rules that are in place. You know what I mean? If you don't want to do it, that's your choice. I'm not here to preach to you and tell you to do it. I think that they should, but that's just me. That's just my opinion. If they decide that they shouldn't or they don't want to, it's not, it's not right for them, fine. Just follow the plays and the protocols that are in place for someone who's unvaccinated. Don't go out of your way to try to falsify a document. Don't try to go out of your way and buy a vaccination card so you can have the luxuries and the somewhat freedoms of someone who is vaccinated, but yet you're not. Because at the end of the day, you're just setting someone else up. You know what I mean? So if you're not going to do it for you, fine. That's on you. That's your decision, and everyone has the right to make their decision, whether I agree with it or not. But if this is the case, and this truly is ends up being a fake vaccination card, then he needs to be punished. I don't know. I mean, well, look. He, he, he's going to get punished. It's a federal offense to do that. Like, well, it's, it's beyond the NFL. This is... AB, like, this is this is serious problems right here. Right, but how many times do we see serious problems and someone weasels their way out of it or squirts yeah, their way out of it? or so, You know what I mean? Or And that was probably the wrong word for it. But, I mean, it's just get find their way out of the situation. You no, know what but I mean? you're right. But you're, there's there's so many times we're like, man, this should be serious. Right. And then it's a slap on the wrist because they, they can pay really good lawyers to, to make those type of exactly. things go away. I just don't like the, hey, I'm going to go and do my own thing and I'm going to do it my own way and I'm going to lie about it. Like Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers got a slap on the wrist from the NFL. It, was, it wasn't even a slap on the wrist. It was like a slap on the, the finger. I mean, it was nothing. I mean, a little minor fine that he got was ridiculous. And, and he falsified and he lied and he did this, that, and the other. If you're so proud that you're not vaccinated, then just be that. Don't. Don't go in and, and falsify it. Don't go and try to buy a fake vaccination card. I mean, that's just that's just where I'm at on it. And it's you know not surprising that Antonio Brown would try to do that. Also, not surprising that a, a chef or anyone else would actually kind of turn on him because, well, from what I see from an outsider's point of view, and look, he was with the Raiders for about 12 seconds, so it didn't really even. I don't even care about that. He doesn't like to make uh, payments, or he doesn't like to pay people that he owes money to because he seems like he's always getting caught up in that situation. I mean, I know that he had a house in Pittsburgh where the grass was going like extremely high because he hadn't paid his lawnmower or something like that. Like this has just been a chronicle thing yeah. uh, with Antonio Brown. And again, this isn't to, to bash him for that. It's just it's just a reality. Right. This is not the first time you can look up his Twitter history, his Instagram history. There's been plenty of chefs that have come out and said uh, what was going on there. And, and the chef's name, Stephen Ruiz, he shared his, his text messages um, he, he, and he said, yes, this is all this. This comes from him having. Uh, you know, being owed about $10,000 from Antonio Brown that he hasn't paid. Now, he says that he believes that Alex Guerrero, uh, uh, Tom Brady's business partner and trainer, 
um, photographed it, but he's not sure if he knew okay. if it was if it was fake. And look, so, I mean, and think about this with Antonio Brown. Okay, so mm-hmm. now he's got chefs angry at him. He's had trainers yep. angry at him. He's had yep. you know people that are even his own own agent dropped him at some point. I mean, there's just one after the other after the other. So I always tell everyone, you can be you know uh, falsely accused of something once. You can be falsely accused of something twice. But, man, after it's four, five, six times, at some point you got to look in the mirror and realize, hey, man, it's not them, it's me. No, yeah, exactly. This is that, that's the situation. But again, when you're when you're a highly successful athlete, you fall you, you often find yourself in an echo chamber of yes men. Yep. And I think that's where Antonio Brown was for the longest time where no one would tell him that he was doing wrong because he was the man and he you wanted to be around that success and when you're around that for so long, it starts to put you in a peculiar situation when you forget what the difference is from right and wrong because everything you think you do is right and you stop forgetting to ask yourself those tough questions but this isn't just about antonio brown the entire league is dealing with this the fallout from aaron Rodgers' situation where it was found out that he wasn't vaccinated because he tested positive for covid and then the questions that came with that and then his response to it you know saying the woke mob was after him when really it was no you were just being punished because you lied and said that you were vaccinated and he's like oh i'm immunized Please. The, the whole point of this situation is that this this needs to be taken more seriously. And now you're seeing after the Aaron Rodgers situation, more players being forced to wear masks while at the podium. Um, and the question being like, whoa, are those guys va- not vaccinated? And now after this after this week of games, the NFL is going to be mandating yep. that all players wear masks everywhere because you're seeing numbers rise. And just the game that I have to cover with Steelers Chargers, Joey Bosa, Jeremy Tiller, Christian Covington, Ben Roethlisberger, Minka Fitzpatrick, all those guys are on these teams' COVID-19 lists. Some of them may come back. Some of them might not. We don't know. But the bottom line is that it's starting to spread, and it's worse than last year because last year everyone was still in their bubbles. Everyone was still inside. But right now everyone's kind of operating like, you know, hey, you're going home to your family, and that family is right. kids that goes to school and, or, and, and, and wives or family members that go out to work and come back and you interact with them every day. And if they catch it and they don't know it and they pass it on to you, it's then coming into the facility, which is the becoming the problem. So COVID's here, and now the NFL has to start has to take a step back and say, look, we can't be having this because if you start having this where like Patrick Mahomes has to miss a playoff game, that's gonna be disaster for ratings and everything else. And then that's what the NFL is about. They're about the money, and they do not want this impacting the money. No, they don't. And, and you know, you're right about the holidays and everyone's getting together, and so the NFL is gonna start testing, you know, to, uh, players twice a week now. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna be tested multiple times, you know, and and that goes for everybody. It's not uh, vaccinated. Uh, it doesn't matter. V- vaccinated, or unvaccinated, it's all gonna be the same moving forward. And it's just because the number of the spike is up so much so uh again man it's just something that they got to take care of they got to try to do the best job that they can with it uh multiple players we've seen over the past few weeks we've seen Devontae Adams miss games uh you mentioned Joey Bosa you mentioned uh, Mika Fitzpatrick Big Ben I mean there's just player after player after player has missed because of COVID-19 so uh, it's just something that the that the league is trying to get a hold on and and it doesn't help when there's guys out there falsifying what their their status is and everything and so i mean again if you're not going to get vaccinated fine that's your choice not a problem with that but at least be honest about the situation don't lie about it don't try to you know falsify your documentation so you can get something that other person that's that's in your same situation uh you know couldn't get and because then you're just setting everybody up for failure so if you're going to do that fine do that but just do it and be honest about it exactly 
if you if you don't want to get vaccinated for whatever reason, just be upfront about it. Yep. You know, like I, I think that was the difference that everyone kind of made between Aaron Rodgers and Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving has made it clear I don't believe in vaccinated. Right. I, I I'm doing all these other things, blah 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 blah. And but he never lied about it. There was never a point where Kyrie was like, oh, I'm a hide over here, hide over there. Right. Just come out and say it. And um and, and listen. I'll tell you, I disagree with that. I think people should get vaccinated unless you're, of course, immunocompromised or anything right. like that. But if you're a if you're a healthy adult and you have no reason to get vaccinated, I don't. I I've I've looked at the studies, I've looked at all the things, and I've you know I've I've paid attention to what the actual scientists, not people that read stuff on Google, but what actual certified scientists and it's and it's a the large majority have said is the safe thing to do. So I believe that. But if you want if you want to disagree, that's fine. You have every right to disagree and you have your right to do what you want do what you want to do until the, the, your employer says, hey, you got to follow these rules. And if right. those rules involve wearing masks everywhere or mandating that, that you get the vaccine, you're going to have to make a decision. Do I want to work here or do I want to and, and comply with these rules? Or do I want to stay true to what I what I think is the right thing to do? So um, I'm going to be very intrigued to see how this plays out over the next over the next few months, Q, because uh, I'm sure that I'm sure we're not even close to seeing. Uh, to done to seeing more pl- people going on different COVID nineteen lists, and I think we're not even close to seeing some people kind of getting outed on. They may have, uh, we may have thought that they were vaccinated, but they weren't. Yeah, you know, and we're only going into week eleven. I mean, we just had the first week eleven game on Thursday night, so there's plenty of football left to be played. I mean, I know it's uh, going by so fast, but there's plenty to be played. So I know there's going to be a, a lot more players that are going to go out, and uh, it's just it's unfortunate that it's something that we all have to deal with, but it is, you know, and so. Uh, here we are. It, it just it, it just is what it is. You want to make sure that those players stay as, he- as healthy as possible. Uh, the teams want their players to be as healthy as possible. And we just all want to see the product out there on the field and cover it. And so, I mean, it's just it's just as simple as that, you know? Yeah. No, I agree with you on that. I agree with you on that entirely. But we got to get to the games. Let's stop, let's stop talking about COVID. Let's yeah. talk about some of the fun things. We're going to pick six games in our pick six that we do every weekend now and give you our picks on those games. But first, we got to tell you about Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. If you haven't tried a Built Bar by now, you are missing out. They say it's a protein bar, but it doesn't taste like one. You have to try one of these amazing bars yourself just to believe it. Most protein bars are chalky, waxy, or just plain hard to choke down. A Built Bar is soft, covered in 100% real chocolate. When you bite into it, you know you're eating something different. It's more of an experience, one that you'll enjoy, and in fact, you'd swear you're eating a candy bar. Built Bars are low-carb, low-calorie, low-fat, low-sugar, but high in protein. That's all the healthy benefits on top of just being purely delicious. And they got so many flavors. Whether it's whether it's a whether it's a mouthwatering flavor like coconut, raspberry, mint brownie, coconut almond, salted caramel, double chocolate, cherry barcia, they've got all the flavors for you to enjoy. And this month, Build is coming out with new limited time flavors every three to four days. So check out their website often. You don't want to miss out. Go to built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your next order. Again, that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. We're also brought to you by Bet Online. We're back and better than ever at Bet Online. A new web interface for the start of basketball season and more props, obs, and uh, contests and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code Locked On. That's L O C K E D O N, Locked On, for you to receive your bonus. From basketball to football to NHL to boxing to UFC, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all 
the amazing offers available for the 2020 season at Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and bet online where the game starts. Now, when we do back-to-back ad reads, Q, that means we keep it rolling right into the final segment. Let's get the picks going here, buddy. Now, we got some interesting games this week. We're gonna we we, we picked what I think are the six most interesting ones matchup wise. Let's start with the one o'clock games. Five and five Colts at six and three Bills. Ooh. The Bills have been up and down. They lost to the Titans. They lost to the Jaguars, but they bounced back and beat up on the Jets last week. The defense looked like what they what we've seen when this defense has been on. The Colts have been up and down as well. There's times they look like a horrible team. There's times they're like, hey, that this team could compete somehow. I don't think they do it this week, though. I think the Bills are going to be at home. They know they need to get back into the swing of things. They lost their hold at the top of the AFC, and they know that they got to push hard to get back up there so they can get in competition for that for that bye because everyone wants that one seed to get that bye week in, week in the first week of the playoffs. I'm going with the Bills because they know the importance of that. Yeah, I, I just think the Bills are the better team, you know, and, and I think that you're right about them getting back on track. They're sitting there at 6-3 and three right now uh, trying to keep pace with the Tennessee Titans, and uh, the Titans have a pretty easy schedule the west, rest of the ways. So uh, are they going to slip up a couple times before the end of the season? I'm sure they will. But, uh, you know, Buffalo wants to keep pace and wants to get back on track and start being consistent too, you know, win multiple games back-to-back-to-back, just kind of get things cooking. So uh, that's where I think the Buffalo really comes in and, and lays the hammer down. And, and honestly, I don't even feel like this game is going to be a close one, even though the Colts have been playing better and uh, played not too bad to, throughout the course of the season. They're sitting there 5-5. Five and five. It's, a, it's, a, it's a strange, weird kind of 5-5. Five and five. So I think Buffalo gets this win, no doubt about it. And like I said, I think it's not even really that close. Yeah, same here. I just think that Josh Allen's going to go off and Carson Wentz isn't going to be able to against that defense. Now we're going to get to some of your boys. Your boys, Q. The fighting Matt rules. <laughs> they're back. They're back at it. As uh, Cam Newton said, I'm back last week when he returned, and now all of a sudden he's going to be starting in this game. The Panthers, 5-5, five and five, back in the mix after everyone was starting to, th- to leave them off for dead. They yep. started off 3-0, and then they fell to, I think, 3-5 and five at one point, and now here they are at 5-5. Five and five. Uh, But Q, they're facing the 3-6 and six Washington football team that just upset the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last week. Tampa Bay, though, lost Chase Young for the season to, with a torn ACL. Yep. Tough loss for them. I commend them for how they won last week, and they kept the ball out of Tom Brady's hands for 10 minutes in the fourth quarter. Um, amazing feat by Taylor Heineke in that offense, but I think that was more of a one-time thing. I also think that Cam Newton... Is going to sp- bring a spark to bring a spark to Carolina that inspires the rest of the team. You're going to see Robbie Anderson being happy. Maybe Christian McCaffrey's back. You're going to see a more complete team with the Panthers, and I'm going with them at home. The Fighting Matt rules get back in the the positive side of their record to, to jump to six and five. Are you with me, Q? Uh, yeah, I, I just think that uh, you know Cam Newton. This story is really cool. First of all, uh, I was excited and happy to see Cam go back to Carolina, and then I thought that it was just going to be a really good story that was going to help sell some tickets and put some uh, butts back in the stands and get people excited and kind of, you know, um, carry over some 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 juice uh, to the end of the season. So whatever happens with Carolina, you know, no one's really talking about Matt Rule and, and the team and, and maybe some failures that they had down the stretch. But to come back with a two-touchdown performance like he did last week, one on the ground and one throwing the ball, I mean, in back-to-back plays pretty much, Christian McCaffrey looked pretty good. I'm still uh, pretty skeptical on him. But uh, I, I don't think that Washington, I know they have a really good defense. Their offense is very suspect. I think Carolina's defense is strong enough to keep Washington's offense at bay. And I think the fighting Matt rules get back in the win column again back-to-back wins cam newton gets back in the end zone again and they're at six and five overall just like you said 
Yeah, I'm right with you on that one. Now let's jump ahead a little bit here. Let's jump to a, a game between two teams that are tough to figure out which direction they're going in. The five and four Saints and the four and six Eagles. Eagles at home in this one. The Saints, of course, with their backup quarterback situation, Trevor Simeon and everything that's else is going on there. But the Eagles, Jalen Hurts stepping up. They had a big win last week. Jalen Hurts connected with Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith has come really on yep. the last two weeks. Alabama quarterback to Alabama wide receiver, though I guess uh, Jalen Hurts probably wants to be more remembered for his days at Oklahoma. Um, but still, there's a there's something clicking there, and they're they're making plays. The Saints defense is a, is a better defense than what the Eagles have. Yeah. But I'm gonna go with the quarterback that I think will get it done. I think that Jalen Hurts is gonna do just enough with this Eagles offense to make some big plays. I don't know if the Saints can do that on with their offense. The Eagles defense, they've got Javon Hargrave, they've got Fletcher Cox. They're gonna be able to get some disruption there, and I'm gonna take the Eagles. It'll be a close one, but they'll win this one at home. Yeah, I'm really riding the fence on this one, man. I really want to take the Saints because I think their defense is way stronger. You know, their defense is, is awesome, really. You know, so I, I really want to go with New Orleans here, but uh, I do like Jalen Hurts. I'm a big uh, believer in him. Uh, I, I think that he still is learning the starting quarterback position. I think that he'll get it at some point. Uh, it might still be a little bit too early for him, but he's learning on the fly because he has to. So uh, I, I'm going to roll with the Eagles in this one as well. Uh, I like Jalen Hurts at Alabama and Oklahoma. thought he did a heck of a job at both spots roll tide shout out to to alabama so uh yeah it's all good i think jalen hurts gets it done uh Devontae smith bama to bama they connect a couple times on sunday now here's the game where it actually includes your boys q the five and four Bengals at the five and four raiders a big game Ooh. with playoff implications here um just because these are two teams battling for wild card spots yep. right now um, the Bengals coming off a bye week, but they were they were uh, coming off of being you know losing a tough one to the Browns. Um, the Raiders, though, they're they've been struggling as of late. Granted, there's been a lot of stuff. You got Arnett that's had to go, Ruggs has had to go, Gruden's had to go. It's been a lot of blows and distractions to a team, and I just I really see that taking have, have taking a hold on the organization. Unfortunately for them, they had a really strong start to this year. But I think the Bengals coming off a bye week, they're going to have the advantage here. They're going to be rested. They're going to come out with a more aggressive plan of attack, and I think that's going to do just just enough damage to get them over the top against Vegas. But what say you? Well, you know, I'll say this: uh, Cincinnati coming off the bye, I thought was going to be a big concern, but after talking to James Rapine, host of Locked On Bengals. He let me know that the Bengals are awful coming off the bye. Uh, they're just not very good. Uh, they've also lost two in a row going into the bye. Uh, their defense has come down to earth a little bit. Uh, there's been a, a lot of changes. Oh, Joe Burrow's been turning the ball over a lot more yes, than he, he has uh, been. You know what I mean? Like, so there's there's a lot not to like, but this is a huge game for both teams. Uh, the Raiders are sitting in the eight seed right now. The Bengals are in the nine seed. Uh, they're both sitting there at five and four. Uh, both teams right now are currently out of the playoffs. Uh, they're trying to find their way back into the playoffs, so they got to stack some victories, and I think it starts on Sunday. One of these two teams, I do believe, is going to end up in the playoffs, and uh, I think this is going to be a big game. Uh, I've said it before that I, I like to give Allegiant Stadium and I like to give the home team a little bit of, of a favor. So I'm going to roll with the Raiders in this one. But I'll tell you right now, they haven't been that great at home. So I don't know how their uh, their home field advantage is right now. They just they got shellacked by Kansas City on uh, on Sunday night football. Chicago went into Allegiant Stadium and beat the brakes off them. So uh, they got to start establishing that home field advantage. I'm thinking it's going to start on Sunday, but I think it's going to be a game. It's going to go down to the wire. I got the Raiders with a three point victory. 
All right. So there's a first split, I believe, of the, of, of the day. Um, that's going to be interesting. Now, let's go to what really is the game of the week here. It's the 7-2 and two Cowboys yep. at the 6-4 and four Chiefs. Two quarterbacks everyone wants to talk about, Dak Prescott and Patrick Mahomes. A lot, And it's funny, just two weeks ago, both of them, everyone was like, whoa, what's up with Dak? What's up with Pat? Because Dak Prescott did not play well against the Broncos in his first game back from injury. Patrick, Patrick Mahomes just hadn't lit it up. But then last week, both of them lit it up. Uh, Dak Prescott lighting up the Falcons and then the Chiefs lighting up the Raiders for five touchdowns and no yep. interceptions. All of a sudden, these are two teams that are that are that are looking like okay, yeah, they're back to being Stella you know, got her groove back. Yeah, yeah, there you go. There you go. Stella got her groove back. But you know what? When it comes to getting a groove back, the best groove is the Chiefs groove. Uh, you know, and that's what I'm gonna go with here. I, I just I think if Patrick Mahomes really is back, if what we saw last week is that he that this offense just was going through a slump and now they're clicking again, and sometimes great offenses do that, you know, it just happens. Like, you know, some days, some weeks it's just like, hey, the reads were off or the chemistry wasn't there, or something was just off that we don't we'll, we'll never figure out. It's just, but then when it clicks, it clicks and they start to score in bunches. Because of what I saw last week, I can't bet against the Chiefs at home. If this was in Dallas, I might think different. Right. But I'm I'm taking the I'm taking the Chiefs at Arrowhead. If this was on a neutral site, like it was SoFi Stadium for the Super Bowl, I would pick Dallas in this game. They create a bunch of turnovers. Uh, I like their offense. I like the fact that they have the run game if they need it. You know, they got Zeke Elliott. He he can make it happen. He's looking better than he has. But uh, on the strength of it being at Arrowhead Stadium, at the fact that uh, Kansas City looks like they flipped that switch coming off that game against the Raiders, they just beat the brakes off the Raiders. When at the end of the game, they were just toying around with them. So uh, at, at some point, I thought that Kansas City was going to come back around and it looks like they are back around and they're going to be at home. Their fans are going to be lathered up, ready to go, excited, fired up for sitting in first place in the AFC West, a division that's very, very tight. Uh, I, I got to roll with Kansas City here. Now, I'll tell you right now, uh, for the Raiders' sake, it'd be great if Dallas found a way to win this game, but uh, you know, you can't sit there and run around the league and beg for help when you had a chance to win your own games. And so the Raiders, they didn't do what they were supposed to do. They didn't handle their business. So Kansas City, you got to give them a lot of props, and I think Kansas City keeps that thing rolling and picks up a, a, a big W over the Dallas Cowboys on Sunday. A great game, probably the best game of the week. Last of the pick six here, Sunday night football. The Pittsburgh Steelers at 5-3-1 and one, head into Los Angeles to face the 5-4 and four Chargers. This is an interesting game. How did game. this game end up Sunday night and not the Chiefs and Cowboys? That's a very good question. Who thought of this beforehand? Uh, because even Flex coming, that thing. In, coming into <laughs> this season, coming into this season, you would have thought this would have been a game that you right. put both, you would put that at, at Sunday Night Football. But you know, but, but you know, you always got to remember certain networks fight for certain things. Like CBS is, or no, I think actually Fox will probably get um, the the Chiefs Cowboys game, and Fox is probably like, we're not letting that game go. Are you crazy? Um, so that was probably that situation whereas the AFC the CBS is like yeah we'll let you have Steelers Chargers but Steelers Chargers also seems to happen always on Sunday night or on a night game period it's always bizarre um but uh this it's crazy there's been a streak since I think like 2009 the away team has won this game between these two huh. um but both teams like like I said before are dealing with covid situations Ben Roethlisberger missed last week's game because of covid he's still on the covid list I'm I'm hearing in Pittsburgh's camp that this could come down to the wire as far as if he'll be able to play Minka Fitzpatrick is in the same boat Joey Bosa is is on the is on the Chargers covid list so is Jeremy Tiller so is Christian Covington there's a lot of different guys to be question and then you also have to look at the overall injuries the Steelers are really hurt up right now they're not sure if TJ Watt's gonna play uh right now it's looking like Kevin Dotson won't play he's their left guard they might be you know throwing in a backup there 
Um, they're not sure if Chase Claypool will be able to play. There's a lot of there's just injuries upon injuries, uh, you know, across the board on top of COVID. Because of that, I have to pick the Chargers at home. Um, this is a West Coast game. The Steelers, though, have played well on the road. They've, they've given teams hard fights on the road. Uh, but this is just a lot. If, if TJ Watt plays, I'll pick the Steelers. But if he doesn't play, I got to go with the Chargers just because it's a it's a that's a that's a tall task for Cam Hayward to lead everybody on that defense. While we're still not sure if Ben Roethlisberger or Mason Rudolph will play in this game. Yeah, I'm, I got to go with the Chargers in this one. I just think they're the better team. I mean, I, I really do. Uh, the Steelers have struggled a little bit this season. They started to get their way back again, but with all the COVID, all the guys that could potentially be out, I just I don't trust it. So if I was placing my money on the team right now, one of those two teams, I'd pick the Chargers, even though they got their own issues so uh just being at at SoFi I don't really consider that a big home field advantage for the Chargers because they don't really have any fans that show up so there'll probably be more Steeler fans there uh than than Charger fans but I I just I don't think that the Steelers going in you know uh with only three bullets in the chamber instead of six you know I I don't think that they get it done so I'll go with the Chargers in this one uh but I do think Pittsburgh gives them a fight and Najee Harris goes out there and does Najee Harris type things he certainly will. The, the Chargers have one of the worst rushing defenses in the NFL. Exactly. This will be a chance for Najee to really break out. He currently leads all rookies in yards from scrimmage right now. But there are six games. I believe our only split is uh, – wait, which, which one? The Raiders. The Raiders think, and uh, Bengals. That's right. I picked the Bengals. You picked the Raiders. So that's yep. the one that we're really watching there at the 4 o'clock hour in the Eastern time zones here. Q, it's always fun doing this with you, man. Let me know where they can find you, follow you, and get more of your work. Everything you can find about me is on Twitter at your boy Q254, Locked On Raiders, Locked On Bets, my daily radio show. Put out all the guests that I got coming up on that. Anything you want to find out, always follow me on Twitter at your boy Q254 and uh, at Carter Critiques. I know that's your Twitter, uh, but you got a lot of different places to find them, man. Where, Where can they find you? Absolutely. Twitter and Instagram at Carter Critiques. You'll see a lot of my work there. I cover pit football, pit basketball for DKPittsburghSports.com. I host the Locked On Steelers podcast. I work for Channel 11, our local NBC affiliate WPXI here in Pittsburgh, where I cover high school football. And I also do work on the Steelers and fantasy football for them. You can check all of this out at at Carter Critiques on Twitter. Uh, You can read my work at DKPittsburghSports.com. If you're an NFL fan out there wondering about Kenny Pickett, one of the top quarterbacks in this upcoming college football class i've done a lot of work on on him i just did a new film piece on why he won't blink against uh virginia's brennan armstrong in this huge acc matchup this upcoming weekend so if you want to get all that go to dkpittsburghsports.com look up my work on the university of pittsburgh and see what, what we got cooking there but thanks again for listening to locked on nfl podcast we appreciate all of you all of our listeners here um and viewers of course if you're watching us on youtube keep checking us out subscribe to this channel hit the like on the video if you're watching it really helps us out we miss this channel will We'll be back in your ears and on your screens on Monday, recapping all the great action from the NFL. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. 
They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.